This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Hello, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show, the best show on the internet. Today, I'm coming at you with a basket full or a trolley full of stories from r slash tales from retail. So grab your tea and your popcorn and buckle in for our first story from Katie Colopsia. Customer argues for an hour over $5. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash isn't all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today. Have you ever had the irresistible urge to argue with someone for over an hour, over $5? Me neither. But I clearly don't speak for everyone because one customer at the clothing store I work at did exactly that. I begin this tale directly in the fray, but become an observer once the assistant manager takes control of the situation. I am me, a cashier. My co-worker will be nicknamed JJ, and our assistant manager will be nicknamed Didi. We work in a semi-pricey women's clothing store in a semi-busy mall. The crazy lady will be called Cookie because her last name reminds me of one of those Italian biscuits. I'll never forget her red glasses. So I'm at the register conducting for Cookie what I assume to be an ordinary return. When I hit the button to tender, I see exactly how she will be getting her money back. All right, you're getting back X dollar on your X card and $5 back on a gift card, I tell her. Oh, can you put those $5 back on my card instead? She asks me. I get this question often. No, unfortunately, we can only refund you the way you originally paid, I inform her. Did you use a gift card when you paid for this? Yes, but you should be able to put it all back on my credit card. She keeps insisting that I am somehow able to perform a task that I cannot and eventually asks me to call customer service. I swear... Can you call customer service is the new, can I speak to your manager? I agree to call customer service and see if they can transfer the money over to Cookie's credit card and I'm halfway to picking up the phone when our assistant manager, Didi, walks by. Is everything okay here? She asks. I fill her in on the situation with Cookie interrupting just to restate what I had already said. Ah, I'll take over here, Didi decides. You clear out the fitting rooms. I go to my allotted task while keeping an eye on the register. I can hear Dee Dee explaining to Cookie what we can and cannot do, and she soon calls customer service. While she's on hold with them, she answers Cookie's inane questions. 
It should be noted that Dee Dee has a tendency to call everyone honey and darling. It's an adorable plague among the managers of the store. Don't patronize me, Cookie spits. What did I do? Dee Dee asks, confused. You keep calling me honey. Stop with the sarcasm. I'm not being sarcastic. That's just how I talk. If you want me to stop doing it, I'll stop. Every time I circle back to the register for clothes to put back, I hear some sort of insult being hurled at Dee Dee. I don't know why you had to interfere. The other girl was handling it perfectly. I know fully well that the only reason Cookie thinks I was handling it perfectly is because I didn't stick around long enough for her to find a reason to hate me. Almost half an hour passed with Cookie's verbal abuse at Dee Dee only escalating. The only other employee in the store is JJ, who is eyeing the exchange with grave concern. When we're out of earshot of Cookie and any rational customers, all of whom are doing the utmost to ignore the woman throwing a public tantrum, JJ says, uh, we should call more security. We can? I ask. Yeah, she can't be doing this and she won't leave. She's almost violent too. I feel so bad for Dee Dee. What's the mall security number? Oh, I don't know. Check the register. I walk by the register and feign grabbing a hold tag. There's a lot of relevant phone numbers posted on the monitor, including customer service and mall security. I grab the post-it note and jot it down, posting the number on the bulletin in the back of the store. I'm hesitant to call mall security for an incident that has not turned physically violent though. JJ walks by and seems to notice the security number too, but she also doesn't call. Sorry, you're all gonna get blue-balled today. Cookie isn't going to be dragged out kicking and screaming. We keep the store running while Cookie forces Dee Dee to call internal customer service, hang up when she's put on hold for more than three minutes, and then call again when she decides she needs customer service again. Rinse and repeat. Dee Dee looks pissed but keeps her cool. She is clearly past boiling point. I will remind you that this is all over. Five dollars. Five dollars. So they can put all the money back on your credit card. It will just take a few days to process, Dee Dee says. Customer service has miraculously found a way. All hail our lord and savior, customer service. Of course, Cookie is not satisfied with this. I want it today. How can I trust that I'll get my money back? I want a receipt. Dee Dee chants back with customer service person on the phone. Ma'am, we can only do it in a few days if you want your money back. No, I need receipts. It's been half an hour. You can't keep me here. I'm not keeping you here. You can leave any time you want. I can't leave without my money, but you won't give it to me. I just want to go home. Five dollars, folks. Remember, five dollars. And I'm telling you, we can give you the money back on your credit card if you just give it a few days to go through. You can't do this. I need to go home. Five dollars. I keep working for another half an hour to the dreadful chorus of, give me my money back, or I just want to go home. The latter sentence sounds like what a child would say to their parents at the mall, but this is a whole grown-ass adult. It's been an hour, just let me leave! Five freaking dollars, lads, laddies, and lassos. I think Dee Dee had spoken to three different customer service representatives by now. She keeps having to hang up because of Cookie's dissatisfaction. Then I hear that sentence. Aren't you going to give me compensation for my time? I've been here for an hour because you've been keeping me here against my will. No, no, no. This can't be. We can't give you compensation, only your money back. But you're not even giving me my money back. I want compensation. At 55 minutes into the ordeal, Dee Dee writes Cookie the least legally binding receipt as confirmation that she will indeed receive her $5 back within a few days. 
I catch a glimpse. It is akin to a child's IOU, but Cookie seems satisfied. She does not receive compensation, thank golly. Cookie, at long last, walks out the door yelling something about how we kept her far too long and how she can finally leave. You kept Dee Dee for too long, you bitch. When I get home, I remember that Cookie was here the night before too. She had a back and forth with our main manager for half an hour, running a bit past closing time. I remember her bright red glasses. On my next shift, I learned from Dee Dee that Cookie was also at another one of our locations where she threw her purse at the staff. We're crossing our fingers as she gets banned from our store, but it's been months and while I haven't seen her show up again, she is still active on our customer list. The beast is still out there. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Our next story, ladies and gentlemen, is coming in from a deleted user, but don't worry, we have archives, we keep records, and we still have it. The story is titled, Then I Guess It Won't Stay Soft. Oh god, what am I getting myself into with this one? Okay, so the company I work for sells women's clothing, and there's a section that's specifically made for loungewear, and it's known for being super soft. Here's the issue, which is not new for clothes in general. It doesn't stay as soft as when you first buy it. From my experience working there for over a year now, it retains the softness longer as long as you don't put it in the dryer. And that is exactly what I tell people when they ask, does it stay soft? This is understood for the most part. There's two reactions. Oh, okay, cool, I can do that. And, ah, well that sucks then. I'm saying all of this because this one annoyed me more than it should have. A woman comes in, sees the section of soft loungewear, immediately loves it and goes, Oh, but does it stay this soft forever? I say, from my experience, it's fairly soft as long as you air dry instead of putting it in the dryer. She then says, Oh no, I put all my clothes in the dryer, I never air dry. Okay. Well, there's silence as she stares at me. Is there any other way to keep it soft? I mean... Maybe the dry cleaners know some- Oh no, I can never take my clothes to the dry cleaners. I do my own laundry. Alright. Is there a technique to keeping it soft? The only one I'm aware of is to let it air dry. 
Oh, no, 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 that's not happening. Well, then I guess it won't be staying soft then, will it? Maybe, maybe I'm just easily annoyed, but this conversation just irritated me way more than it should have. Alright, our next story is from Draconic Snowpuff, attempting to avoid murder. First things first, this did not happen to me, but a friend of mine who doesn't want to get into trouble. Any names will be changed to protect their identity, and also, I know this is more of a grocery story, but I can't find a good subreddit. Please, please don't hate me. Anywho, second point, the night's lead was new, fresh off the training grill and was unused to this aggravating co-worker's antics. Loaf was in the grocery store she works at, helping in the frozen section, unloading boxes of frozen food like vegetables, chicken, fish and the like. She's working when her co-worker, let's call her AC for aggravating co-worker, comes over asking to help because, as she claimed, she had worked the frozen section before. Loaf, with no reason not to believe her, said she would be glad for the help. Now, Loaf did know that AC was susceptible to cold, so when she arrived at the frozen section without a jacket or anything, Loaf asked why AC wasn't wearing anything to keep warm. Here's how that conversation went. Elle, putting down the box she was stacking. Hey, AC, don't you get cold easily? Yeah. So, where's your jacket? Oh, I left it in the break room. But you want to help me? In the frozen section. Why didn't you grab your jacket? Oh, I just didn't feel like it. She looks at AC. You didn't feel like it? But this is the frozen section and you're susceptible to cold. Yeah, that makes no sense. Go get your jacket. She huffs angrily. Fine, whatever. And she saunters off to get a jacket. After she leaves, Loaf continues working, stacking things where they go. A few minutes later, AC returns, thankfully wearing a jacket. AC walks to the first box she sees and opens it, revealing a very specific, very obvious brand of fish, labelled the same yellow as a section of fish wall, which is where all the fish are supposed to go. AC looks at the package, then looks at the section next to her, frozen meals. Definitely not where raw fish is supposed to go. And then she continues looking for where to put the fish in that section, ignoring the fish wall completely. At first, Loaf let it slide, assuming she would realize that's not where the fish goes. Loaf looks over a few minutes later and AC is still looking for the fish among the frozen mills. Loaf walks up to her and says, AC, the fish goes over there on the fish wall, pointing to the very easily spotted wall of fish, at the end of the wall behind her, next to the deli. AC nods and proceeds to walk over to the fish wall but takes about 20 to 30 minutes to find where the exact brand of fish goes within the fish wall. She finally manages to put the fish away, coming back to get another box. This time, it's a box of pre-made frozen mills. AC proceeds to take them all the way to the fish wall, despite taking a long time to look for fish in the frozen mill section, which was right beside her. Loaf looks at AC strangely before once again helping her find the right section because as I am sure you readers have noticed, everything is divided by sections. So she finishes putting up that box and picks up another one. Still frozen mills, but a different brand of frozen mills. And she once more goes to the fish section despite having just shown her where the frozen mills go. 
Loaf once again gets up and directs her to the frozen mills section, only for AC to pick up another box, still of frozen mills and head directly to the fish wall. This happens not once, not twice, but several times. The naive creature that is Loaf blew off AC's lack of awareness of the frozen section because it's been a while since AC worked in the frozen section. Loaf assumed that with enough help, AC would finally remember her way round. She did not. With each time Loaf had to help AC find the right section, she became more and more frustrated until she huffed a little bit louder than she should have. She walked away to prevent herself from doing anything drastic, such as braining AC with a bag of shrimp, finishing up her own section and going to the restroom for a bit. When Loaf returned, AC was on the floor sobbing her heart out and complaining to the night lead that Loaf had been bullying her and screaming at her. Now there were several co-workers who were around and had seen everything that had happened. When questioned by the lead, the co-workers all corroborated that everything AC was saying was not true and that she had thrown a similar fit in the past. AC was promptly taken off the frozen food section and another co-worker was called to help Loaf. It wasn't until later that everyone finally learned why AC, having worked in the frozen section before, was unable to find where everything went within their sections. She had left her magnifying glass at home, which she needs to be able to see clearly, despite already wearing glasses with inch-thick lenses. Everything else was just plain ignorance. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too! While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. YouTube, boys and girls, go and check out our YouTube channel right now. Head over there and drop us up right now, just so that later on when you want to watch some of our fantastic videos, you'll remember. Head over there, I'll see you there, and until the next episode, guys, take care, peace out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.